Welcome to Streets, Sports, and Success with your host, Simon and Maurice. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Streets, Sports, and Success with Simon and Maurice. And today we're going to be talking about the four agreements. So uh, we pulled this out of a book that, that we've been digging into uh, recently. And uh, I think it's it's a good topic of conversation for, for folks out there. So uh, we'll start out with the first one, which is uh, being impeccable with your word. Uh, Mo, you want to start off with... with Yes, yes. First, I want to give a huge shout out to my buddy, uh, Dr. Bennett. I first learned about uh, the four agreements. This was probably in 2000 and maybe 15. And uh, he was talking, I think the author's name is like Sao Paulo or it's something like Brazilian or uh, Hispanic uh, to some some degree. And and he had told me about it. And he was like, man, uh, you should really read this book and apply these four uh, agreements to your life or not, not to our life, to our relationship. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I had grabbed the audio book. I have the audio book and I have the actual real book. And through a combination of both, I've kind of went through the information. But um, in regards uh, to being impeccable with your word, um, I personally believe that that is the foundation or, or one of the foundation or something foundational uh, to just human interaction, period. You know, uh, when you talk about integrity, when you're talking about um People being able to depend on you uh, because you do what you say and say what you do. Um, people understanding who you are um, just because you, you know, whoever you say and, and, and what you speak on and, and and what you say that you're going to do and your follow through and um, your ability to follow up on, on what it is that you've spoken on, I think is uh, of, of significant value. And uh, I always talk about or I compare, I have this um, uh, knack to want to compare what the world was like before the internet in comparison to now. And uh, some of this personal stuff, these social skills, these um, these personal interactions that uh, had probably meant something when we were coming up, you know, holding your word with people, being kind, being nice, uh, those things have seemed to um, uh, fade to a degree uh, because everything is like super transactional and super um, um, horish and money driven and, 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 and just real, everything's loose. It's a lot looser. And, uh, being able to hold your word isn't as of significant value as, as it once was when we were coming up and, and that's how people built reputations. So I don't know what's your thoughts. I on remember that. my uncle, you know, telling me one time, he said, Simon, your, your word has to be as good as a contract. And, uh, that stuck out to me. I was, I was young and, uh, you know, I've been blessed with, being around a couple great mentors that lead by example, you know, yes. one of those being uh, Jim Serace. So, you know, for example, you know, what I learned from Jim Serace is, you know, let's say he books three months out, he's going to be um, speaking at uh, a gala fundraiser for me for Inspire Minds. And something comes up in his schedule. And let's say he's in Arizona till the day before and he wasn't supposed to come home till two days later and then he's supposed to go somewhere else he would fly home that day just to be at that event just because he told me that he would and then fly back out and go through all of that uh to be a man of his word and so i've had an opportunity to to learn that way uh tress has been that way with Mm me uh coach trussell and so I, i i think you know nobody's perfect you know, but if you could aim to be 99%, 95% with your word, you know, I see it as a credit score, you know, credit score, mm-hmm. you know, if you have good credit with people, 
you could get things, you know, sometimes zero interest, yes. you know, or uh, 90% interest or, or uh, 90%, you put down 10% and the bank will loan you 90%, 90% or you yes. can get a credit card with an unlimited limit if your credit score uh, has value to it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've just tried to live my life with that type of uh, mentality with people. I want people to know that um, my word is is as good as a contract, the best that I possibly can. And to address it, if I mess up, if I make a mistake, even if it's small, humble myself and just say, I apologize so much, man. You know, let me make this up to you um, and addressing it and not letting it be something that small. So that that's my that's my standpoint. I think that from a leadership standpoint, it's going to be very difficult to get people to follow us or follow you if they don't first trust you. I think trust is the new currency. Yes. You know, trust. And the, the, the best way for me to earn trust is over time to have credibility with people where they know, if, you know, I'm going to say whatever I say, you could pretty much take it to the bank. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Uh, even as you start talking into the leadership phase, uh, I've been able to gain more, uh, more of a following from people who are around me uh, just by being able to do that. You know, whatever he says is going to happen. If I make it happen, uh, they, they sort of like, you know, if he's made it happen once and twice and three times, then we kind of depend on him. Um, even to that fact, um, just you, you you personally raise standards of what's expected from people around you. You know what I'm saying? True. Because when you start to, and, and there's a lot of people who may, who may follow their word, but it's not like super intentional or they're super focused on that. So you when know? you when you speak about that, here, here's here's where I see good people find an area that they can improve at. Where I once was is sometimes we measure ourselves based on our intentions and other people based on their actions. And so I measure myself that I meant to do. I didn't mean to do, I, but the other person. No that's excuses. Yeah. Whatever they did, that's that's what you judge them for. <laughs> and and so, you know, I started to to learn that, you know, even if my intentions was, oh, I forgot that next Friday I was supposed to have this, I learned to improve at that. That sometimes the other person or the other people, you may have been the main thing for them, and you forgot because you're busy and we could have a bunch of reasons why married kids boom bang and this is something that i've improved at at time is looking at my schedule plugging everything into a schedule and then looking at my schedule so far in advance i'm looking at friday i'm looking at thursday already on sunday to where i'm not forgetting because that goes back to my word because i you know in the past i've made these mistakes where i would whoop i forgot this happened and on thursday i i can't make it because I didn't look in well, advance. Well, and, and then you start breaking your word a little bit. Oh, I, I can give you a great example. So I was supposed to speak. Um, I was here, here's, here's, here's multiple lessons, right? I was supposed to speak at an event um, and a gentleman scheduled it. And the day that he scheduled it on uh, when we first made the commitment, uh, two days later, I found out that I was needed for uh, something that was like of, of, of grave importance to basically our business. So I called him and I said, hey, let me uh, switch this, right? The second time I said, hey, I'll come down uh, maybe about three or four weeks later and we'll basically get together. So that time came up. 
And there was another thing that comes that came up that was of grave importance of same significant value. Right. This was just like meeting with people who demanded a meeting out of me. Right. The first one was uh, with the Board of Education. The second one was with a judge. Right. So I said, hey, I got this. Right. So the third one comes up and I happen to be traveling and I couldn't help that the plane was basically canceled. Not canceled, but they moved it from like maybe three o'clock to uh, whenever it was. Delayed. Yes. And I communicated it with him. But when you, just like when you said that you're the main thing for somebody else and you're the attraction and you're why, the, why these people are here, I felt so bad, even though it was legitimate uh, as to why I couldn't make it. But how he perceived it and how he digested it was that uh, you broke your agreement and broke your word with it. And so I was going back to myself and saying, how could I have done this better? You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, should I have I told the Board of Education, like, nah, I can't make it this time. Like, let's reschedule. Uh, but be it who they were, I was like, ah, I got to go meet with these people. These people are of, like, significant value to me. And I was kind of, like, measuring who was more important than, than prioritizing, you know, who was more important. But That's uh, why we working on the jet, Mo. Yeah, but I, I get it. But I felt bad to the guy. And then I even felt worse when the people who said they had drove 20 miles and they, they you know, they said it was 700 people there. And they was like, you know, um, we were we were here to see you. And I, I felt like, you know, uh, a POS and I really didn't want to. Uh, but it, it was it was bad, you know, and, and, and just for, for, for reference, right, uh, during the last two weeks, like I, I was traveling a lot and I, and I read a book. And, you, know, you know, you read something that just kind of changes how you look at yourself. And I, I was reading A Course in Miracles and I was reading uh, from um, Ann Williams. So she has a book that's kind of paired up to it about A Course in, uh, or it's called Being in Light, right? And it's called about being spiritual and you being a physical representation uh, of what God is like walking around, you know what I'm saying? And being nice to people and being courteous and even you see me i'm trying not to cuss so much you know what i'm saying it's just i, I couldn't believe yeah. pos <laughs> yes i'm waiting on the f-bomb no, we, we're working no, our no, way up no, from the pos no, no, for those, no. what if people don't know what pos like my people listen and think pos is policy owner service no. my man talking about a piece of shit yeah, well, well, he'll, he'll say it right he'll say it i'm trying i'm not even trying i'm cleaning up the vocabulary man you know and um it was just you know the, the lady was talking about and i don't i know i'm uh getting a little off track but it's, it's still relevant the uh, the book that I was reading it was all it was all talking about uh, spiritually being in light and being a manifestation of God walking around and being the representation of how you treat people how you interact with them how you hold your word how it takes you know we've had conversations sometimes we just interact five six o'clock in the morning because we know we're one of the only ones up yes and and. You know, we've had conversations about just, it all goes back to humility. Yes, it does. You know, so we could, you could get, you know, I know I could get in my space and say, these people, man, I'm over here. I'm being a dad. I'm being a husband. I'm working with these kids. I'm traveling over here. I'm trying to be everything to everybody. And you could get angry with the other people because they don't know what your yeah. oh. situation is. Yes. And unless they've been there, they don't know how hard yes. it is to man. And so it takes you, you have to take a step back and, and, and humble yourself and, and, and go back to just living a no excuse life and, and uh, asking for an apology, even though you, in your heart, you're knowing like, I don't even feel like I should need to ask for one, but you got to humble yourself. I'm going to talk about how spiritually in tune, you know, she gave an example just like that in that book. She gave an example of, you know, you being a person working your tail off, you thinking that the whole world, um, they should be conforming to what you are silently asking from them 
you know, without even understanding. Act, yeah, they, they should be so understanding. And then you can come off like a complete and total jerk. And these other people have no clue of what you basically doing or going through. And she was talking about the power of communication through all that, you know, saying being able. She's like uh, she said, love is communication because she said when you're really in love and you're trying to get to a peaceful space, the ability to communicate and get to that positive space is the thing. Bruh, so much is delivery. You know what I mean? Learning. I, I know a lot of people that, you know, have to work on their their delivery. And, and I look back on my career, you know, 10 years ago, I, my delivery wasn't as good. And, um, you know, because I don't need sugar coated stuff all the time. And uh, other people do. I've, I've learned, you know, I've learned that delivery in these examples, you know, maybe listen, I'm if I were you, I would be upset too. understand. I know this is the second time. And but just put yourself in my shoes. Planes delayed. I'm, I'm I mean I'm debating renting a car and driving nine hours right now. I feel yes. so bad. So I tell you what, I'm gonna come out there. I'm gonna do extra because of this. Even though it wasn't my fault, I feel like it is my fault. I'm gonna find a way to make this yes. up to you. If I gotta wash your cars outside for charity, like watch me wash the cars to, yes. to ask for forgiveness. Yes. Like I, that would be the delivery. And it starts yes. with the humility because yes. you're fighting the urge to say, you have no idea I've been running on three hours sleep and, and doing all this and that and, and nobody appreciates it. No, so, <laughs> yeah, so so I've de- I've delivered what I'll do for him after that. But, um, you know, often it, like this in that in that scenario, I, I, I totally understood why he was uh, pissed and then I understood what was really going on in my life. And for me to grow. I just had to take responsibility myself and say, okay, this is your fault because you had more control. And learning over how to not overbook. Yeah, I mean, l- learning how to not overbook and and um, and j- just being more stir- more firm, not stern, being more firm with um, even people who I may prioritize over something that something may be small and I can say, hey, you know, I have something booked for this date and even though it isn't of significant value like this, you know, it's still important. Truth. Second agreement yes. uh, of the four agreements um, is not taking things personal. Um, I think you're good at this, yes. Maurice. Yes. Uh, I've, I've watched. Over um, time. Over time, I've gotten yes. better yes. at this. Um, I, I was, this is, I would give myself an F. I'm probably at a C plus, you know, to, to a B minus <laughs> right now. But I would, you know, I, I was the person that, you know, I, I can get other people emotional, which is why, you know, from Little League football, Bonnie Rogers all the way up till now, I feel like I can get people excited. Uh-huh. I, I can move people. Yes. It's it's passion and emotion. And so because I can gain passion and emotion, it starts because I'm passionate and emotional. Gotcha. And so I've I've had to to learn not to take everything so personal. And and especially the higher you climb you know, from a, from competing at your level in, in, in sports, you know, you got a hundred thousand screaming fans, and you may drop one ball or or you know put put the gro- ground uh, ball on the ground one time, and you got you know Everybody people hating you, you and mad at you, and <laughs> and uh, and and learning not to take that stuff personal. And from a business standpoint, you know, I've 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 had to understand that, you know, LeBron James gets people booing in the crowd. You know, Ray Lewis had people hating on him and screaming at him, and Jordan had people that didn't like him. And the higher you go, I, I was going to ask you, the more people you got knocking you. What, what, what do you what, like? Is there anything you personally do? Do you have a filtering process? Um, uh, how, yes. how have you graduated from an F to you said a C B minus? <laughs> yeah, um, trying to trying to live. 
and I'm so far from perfect. You know, I, I still, you know, I smoke cigars and, you know, swear every now and then, not as much as you, but, uh, <laughs> I clean my, nose I, I think, bit. uh, you know, for me, I, I just trying to walk, trying to walk as much as I can from what I've learned about Jesus Christ gotcha. and, and humbling myself and, and just going to a point of, uh, just being willing to take some lumps and knowing that it comes with the territory and that these people don't, they maybe haven't read books. They, they're not as developed, you know, maybe something happened mm-hmm. in their life and, you know, hurting people hurt people, you know what yeah. I mean? So I think people that are angry and, and aggressive in, in their own space start to take that out on, on somebody else. And then uh, if I'm being real, can I be real? Oh, that, that's what we're here for. So, <laughs> let me, let me tell you my yeah. real secret. I've only told this to a couple people. <laughs> Some people, okay, and I don't say this to be disrespectful. I, I grew up where um, my my aunt lived in the house uh, with my, with my grandmother, and she was one of the oldest living um, people, adults with Down syndrome in our area. She she lived to mid fifties. Okay, and um, you know, but but I would look at people that I know are not where they need to be spiritually or mentally, and I know they're not developed there. It's and I look at them and it's like I, I almost give them a pass like they're like they're slow. They have a handicap. Like they have a handicap. Mm-hmm. So you know, if, like like for example, I got this dude that, that's a friend of the family. He's always hitting on my wife. You know, and, and he and you know, he, like I wouldn't doubt it. He, she walked by, he'll grab her butt. You know what I mean? And and I laugh. And anybody else, I'd be ready to fight. You know what I mean? But I'm like, man, I got to give my man a pass. I'd want somebody to give me a pass. You know what I mean? God bless him. And so. I, I just look at some of these people and instead of getting myself all upset, ready to fight with, with somebody, I just know they're just not mentally and spiritually in a place. And, and so I almost feel bad for them and, and don't take it grace. personal. Being able to give them grace. Yeah. Now, I mean, um, for, for the listeners, one, this might be a, just a great topic because it uh, spurns so many thoughts. Um, a lot of my, a lot of, let me say this, a lot of my past image of how I viewed myself was rooted in other people and how they how they um wow Amen. cheer for me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. True. And uh when people uh, had like a dislike for me, like I disliked myself. You feel what I'm coming from? I do. And and that messed with my self esteem, that messed with um, Well you'll never be able to please everybody. No, but but you you come up believing that um your worth to the world is literally what other people think about you. And I think, I think like, am I cool? Am I, you know, am I popular? Do I have like the cool shoes? Do I have that? And so a lot is um, conditioning you for to be like, you know, uh, other people. Like just how I view myself is how other people view me. And then I think I'm cool because I'm cool to other people. And I seen how uh, when things sort of fell apart from a football standpoint, and so much of who I thought I was was that person, I seen how that broke me up. You know what I'm saying? And when things people would say, they would say, <clears throat> excuse me, my fault, I got away from the mic. Um, when people would talk to me or um, they would criticize me for moves that I made or decisions that I made that I thought were the best at that time, I could see how it emotionally tore me down, got me drinking, drugging, and, and, and substituting feelings just to feel better, right? And I really believe when I went to prison and I think, this thing in regards to not taking things personal, you went down the right avenue and on the right road and it's literally there is getting to know yourself better, right? And once you start to get to know yourself better, you start to realize that you're a lot 
more undeveloped than you once thought when you start to really like spiritually grow, mentally grow, emotionally grow. And there's a level of forgiveness when you're really learning and trying to become better that you give to other people. And you start to realize like the only reason I was talking shit stuff to people was because I was a hurt person. You know, the only reason I uh, uh, right. I took things personal or, or, or the only reason I even cared for somebody else's opinion to mean something about who I was or what I was I was doing, it was because I was a hurt individual and I was mad and sad and, um, and I was just confused. And I, and I really believe that you stop taking things personal when you get to know who you are. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I've learned to, you know, really just look at, you know, my wife's opinion really means a lot to me. Gotcha. You know, my, my best friends mean a lot to me. You know, the people that spend the most time with me and that I know love me and, and, and care about me and be, would be there for me no matter what, mm -hmm. those people are the ones that so I you try to take as, that as your gauges. Like yeah, your gauges. I take that stuff personal if they're giving me, you know, feedback that, or something. Yeah. But, but people that they don't, know you. Yeah, that don't even know me, like the people that, that's just part of being a professional. You know, mm -hmm. I think if, if and I go back to the sports analogy, you know, and, and this goes with sports and success. If you're, if you want to be, you know, Baker Mayfield, you know, and the Browns got, got some off season pub right now, you know, if, if not everybody's going to approve of Baker Mayfield, it's going to be a lot of haters <laughs> out there. It's going to be a lot of people talking stuff. And, and if you're going to be a professional, those things from other people are going to come. Yes. You can't take it personal if they're in the stands, you know what I mean? It's, it's like as a professional, you got to be comfortable with, there's going to be people booing you and giving you their opinion and, and talking stuff, especially in away games as a professional that really have no, no meaning and no merit as a, as a professional. As to what you do on the field. As to what too. you do. Yes. You, you got to be able to perform mm -hmm. through as part of the game. Yes. So I've learned that you got to let it roll off and laugh, you know, in a sense. But what I do is I don't waste it. You know, even this morning I put a post up. We just broke our all-time record in in, uh, in the insurance business for, for a month uh, last month. Thank you. You know, and I put a little clip. I said I noticed a little immature of me, but I I put a uh, a quote by Nicki Minaj in one of her songs, and it's uh, you know, I'm still hood Hollywood couldn't change me. Shout out to my haters, sorry that you couldn't phase me. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and and it's I'd be lying if I didn't That's tell a great you song, some of way. those booze, some of those shots. Uh, I don't fire back and use because I don't take it personal, but I tuck it off in my heart and in my gut. And at five o'clock in the morning, when it's time to pay the price, when those people are sleeping, that's the stuff that drives me for years. That's been driving you. For that's years. what I take personal. Yeah, so, so <clears throat> just as much as you may do that, um, I think I think, but I think all competitive people do that, and I think that uh, having a skill, having a skill to understand not to give in to people or to respond to people. I think the biggest thing is not responding, like being unresponsive to people who try to intentionally hurt you, talk crazy about you or talk crazy to you. You know what I'm saying? And when you start to realize, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this one for the listener, when the listener starts to realize when you're trying to be successful, I don't, I don't care if it's the streets, the sports or whatever avenue or venue that you're in, when you start to realize how much work it takes to be great, you're a lot more reluctant to criticize somebody else because you become like a student in the same arena. You start to realize like it takes a ton of fucking time. How about the energy? It, yes. I don't have the energy no. to worry. Here's what I've learned. You know, it's like that picture of uh, Michael Phelps. 
you know, where, where he yeah, was swimming in the great, Olympics. Great and so he's swimming, and the other dude that got second, he's looking at him, seeing what he's doing. And Phelps ain't even looking, just just moving forward. And so I've learned that in business and in, in sports is that it takes so much energy. You know, if somebody's figuring a way to do this at that high of a level without exerting the amount of energy that that is taken for for me to speak from experience, the amount of energy, I don't have extra energy to give to anybody else. Mm -hmm. I don't have extra energy to hate on somebody. I don't have 20 minutes to hate on you. I don't have five minutes to respond to you. I don't have the mental energy to give to you when I have so many other people to serve and so much to do. And then you start to learn that's a losing habit. Like, yes. When's the last time you found somebody hating on you that was doing way better than you? Never. Usually the people hating on you are looking up at you. Yes. And they're doing, they're that's doing, a fact. And the reason why they're there is they probably be a lot further if they stop worrying about you and criticizing you and what you ain't doing right and focus on improving themselves and what they got doing right. And that's what, that's what I've learned. And you're never at the top and I'm nowhere near the top. You know, a lot of people, most people that know you don't even know who I am, but in my world, from where I came from, you know, at, at, on the little mountain that I'm standing out, you know, I've climbed a, a significant way higher than I was from where you started. And what I've learned is up here, you can't be up here like a giraffe in a zoo and, and worried about the turtles. No. Because the turtles down here don't matter. You got to stay stay up here and, and and try not to take it, you know, personal because those are losing habits. And, and when you, you got losing habits, you lose. I, I tell you like this, one of the big, just even to add on to that, um, I always say to myself, like, Maurice, when you've got in up and you decided to build a business or you decided to get in something – uh, there was not one point at one time that you planned to argue with somebody or to respond to any sort of negativity in any way, right? You never made time for that. Your your plans were made to develop your plans, right? And so anytime that I feel like the knack to want to do that, that's a clear indicator that I'm unfocused, right? And I've taken something personal and I've purposely distracted myself. And it's not to say that I can't be distracted and not take anything personal, but the goal is to become aware that if it's happening to redirect the thoughts and put your thoughts back on your business. You know what I mean? And, and when you talk about how do you get somewhere, it's all habitual. Everything is happening. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. And, and, you know, I think we'll just work on the first two agreements and the next show we'll, we'll do the, the, the next two agreements. Yeah. So we ain't rushing the, the stuff. But this I've watched from you genuinely. And both of us were wired very similar, mm -hmm. you know, came up in the same era, came up in the same city, played the same sport, were in the same circles, you know, all that. I think a lot of and, that has to do with it, too. And and one habit that I had to learn how to break uh, that I watch grown men still not be able to break today is switching that mindset of not taking things personal and feeling like you need to respond or fight or defend yourself mm -hmm. because, you know, when you're growing up in that environment, it's, you know, somebody says Maurice is fat or, you know, mm -hmm. he said he could beat you. You know, it's like, all right, we, we got to defend our honor. Mm -hmm. And by any means necessary, we can't let that person make us be a punk. Yes. And so you have to respond. And so you're controlled by what another person is doing or saying. Mm -hmm. And so that was a hard habit for me to break. And I've watched you break mm -hmm. that because I, I watched how aggressive that you were. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And then I've watched now how many things I've watched you just roll, let you roll off your, your shoulder and not take personal. How did you develop that? I mean, that's a complete polar opposite yeah, um, swing. I don't know. Just learn to be softer, man. You know, um, I, I, I got to tell you like this, learning to be more understanding uh, with just life, um, learning to be more humble, you know, um, Learning that you don't have to, uh, you know, learn learning just something simple as this. You know, if I if I if I decided to fight everybody who I felt rubbed me the wrong way or did something to me, I'd be fighting for a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, tr- it's tr- starting to feel like you know, like you 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 like I've I've climbed to different spaces. I got more to lose. I can't be as aggressive or as um, uh, reckless as I was before like it's kind of like you know the, the, the people who have less to lose they can drive a little crazier they can move around a little crazier they can hang out at places that are a little bit more insane and loose and, and things like that but I'm pretty sure you can attest to this the more that you gain from working hard and the more you have to lose you don't you know you just you, you tend to overlook things you know so then you start to realize that and this is this is not to sound offensive um, but it goes to that that uh, the thing that you just said when you talk about you know a giraffe can't be worried about what's going on in the turtles world, uh, and I don't say that to offend anybody, but I've put myself in a position that <clears throat> my reality um, versus uh, people who may comment on my realities are just not the same, and so a lot is that I figure like they just don't know you know, and and I'll provide grace for them like you know hey you know. That doesn't really bother me. They don't really bother well, me. I know, I don't you know, know. The, the way I was, I remember being raised to literally hate people that had money, that had success. So I remember being younger, and if they were from, you know, Poland or Canfield or whatever, I, I would just already not like the people and, and because I didn't understand it. Yeah. I just saw what they had. What you didn't and have. I didn't understand why I didn't have it. And I thought a certain way, and it was programmed in my mind, even from people that were older, you know, than me. And I, I grow up, and I find I get a chance to be one of them. Mm-hmm. And, and I've learned that it's it's not that way for everybody. And a lot of those people had to fight and struggle for for what they have, yeah. and, and do care and do give. And they're not all snooty, but there are some. And I've had to explain this a, a lot to my peers as well that don't understand why I do the things that I do and why I take the time out with, with, with kids. And, uh, you know, sometimes it seems like I lose more than I gain spending time with the kids and money that, you know, it's like I lose half of them to they don't get it, you know, but it's the couple that do. And I try to explain to the people that are that are here and I explain to them what it's like to be there because they mm-hmm. can't understand. Well, why don't they just do that? Well, why? Well, put yourself in that environment and, and you would clearly understand why they have to act that way and why they are acting that way. It's almost like you don't have a choice because you're living in the jungle. You got to you got to survive. And so I've learned that there's good and bad and so in, in, in both of these areas. But that's what's caused me to give people grace is I understand the way that I thought and, and, and how that has changed. And do, so these people just haven't experienced that. Do, do you understand? I feel the only reason I came up here. And so to the, to the listeners, they don't know. I drove, I drive three hours to come up here to record this, right? Yeah. But minimum. Yeah, minimum, right? And and yeah, I got caught on the turnpike today. <laughs> so, hey, do you know on the turnpike, I said, I wish I could make like a turnpike hustle where you force people to pay you to pass you. 
<laughs> Pass on your road. Come on. I, I said, I said, I pay eight dollars. You know how many eight dollar bills they didn't get coming down this road. You know what I'm saying? But that's another story. Um, but no, it, it's serious, man. You know, I, I'm I'm 35, um, and we always talk about getting together and doing something, right? And and one thing that um, and a brother shared a picture with me the other day, and part of what we're talking about and part of what um, we talked about downstairs before we even got started um, and part of what's important is like what can you give to people like after you've accumulated so much you know what I'm saying what can you really give to people or give to others to really make their lives better you know what I'm saying and I really think about a community center you know uh, I understand these podcasts have their place I understand programs have their place if there's anything that I really want to do back for the city of Youngstown, just even when you was talking like that, you know, because I remember even even as you're saying that, I can remember just ill will from adults who would be in the inner city of Youngstown speaking ill of people who just have more than them. You know what I'm saying? And that's a that's that's almost like a toxic toxic mentality that you're passing on to kids. And how many kids are recycling that same? How many kids are recycling that same? mentality and coming out with the same results over and over and over again who would have kids and I just think about to myself I said man I, I just I, I like I got a picture from a guy the other day and I said to encompass everything from the development the enrichment uh the mental health support uh just from kids you know adults are kind of like setting their ways you know so they're gonna do what they're gonna do um but I said to to have a a, a brand new structure built up in the place um and to have um you know, like just 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 an amazing facility where you can have young people develop. Like that's that's that, that really might be like my ultimate goal, um, my ultimate end. And, I'm with you on and, it. Yeah, we're gonna do being it. There, being I got the same serious. vision. Yeah, I'm being, I'm being like I got I'm, the same I'm, vision. I'm being dead. Like in you know, like you you like you go on vacation, you have your fun, um, you travel, you enjoy the sun for a day. You know, but after you get back to it, like you know, what what have you given life? You know, what I'm saying like. When it when it all comes down to it, like did you get did you give Instagram a bunch of fucking pictures from there we go. miscellaneous locations? There's you know what I'm saying? I was yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just serious, man. You know, it, 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 there's nothing wrong to live a great life, but you know, when it's all said and done, like how do how do how do you really impact people? You know what I'm saying? Like how how do you how do you take your stage that you have? You know, go you can live a great life, but you know, there's so much more that you can give. Uh, to other people who need assistance, you know, what I mean? because at the, no at the end of the day, somebody gave us both an opportunity. You know, what I'm saying no Pro- probably more than we probably deserve based upon how we was living. Yep. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, Truth. and Truth. and uh, and when you start to think about that, like from a from a gratitude standpoint, you start to realize you ain't taking this stuff with you, bro. <laughs> you, know, you ain't packed this stuff in the funeral, no like doubt. yo. Throw all the stuff in the grave. Let me take this on to the next life. Is it? You know what I mean? So it thinks to you, like, you know, how can you use your resources? How, how can we turn more people on to just financial education? How can you turn more people on just basically four agreements and how to live? You know, uh, they don't get that social interaction in school. You yep. know, I'm, yep. I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm, uh, I know I'm, I'm, di- I'm digressing, but these are real thoughts or my perspective when it comes to this microphone. A lot of stuff is the foundation of where a lot of stuff comes from. You know what I'm saying? It's just trying to be a better individual. No doubt. No doubt. Well, good stuff for t- yes. for uh, for today, Mo. Uh, we're going to continue uh, in the next show. We'll, we'll do yes. uh, agreements number three and, and four. Thanks for listening 
to Maurice and Simon with Street Sports and Success. Uh, let's get it out here.